Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, digital agency owners, podcast listeners. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you currently stressed out, cash crunched, or fed up with your business? If you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem, or maybe it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has become too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around, but I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now that it's probably something much deeper that you're not likely even aware of yet. It's like a client that comes to you saying that they need a website or Facebook ads or maybe a mobile app developed, but they don't even realize the deeper challenge or opportunity that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a YouGuru's Agency Freedom Session, where we'll dig into those underlying issues and get you moving like never before. The aha moments will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your agency freedom session today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start your application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. All right, let's introduce today's guest. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver, and today we're hanging out with Ingrid Lill. Ingrid is a visual communicator. She's worked as a graphic designer and art director all over Europe. She got into graphic design and in drawing and visual communication back when layouts were still drawn by hand. She's been evolving and growing her own practice uh, in this space for, for many, many years and has recently kind of found a niche in helping people communicate their story and their brand through the power of pencil, going back to some of her roots and bringing that stuff online. So Ingrid, welcome to the program. Hello, Brent. Thank you for having me. So Ingrid, you've been in uh, the kind of drawing and design art world for a long time. What about this method of communication for you, illustration, what about that has really pulled you in and kept your interest for so many years? I mean, drawing was the very first thing that I did already as a kid. It, it was, uh, you can invent worlds, you can tell stories. I think it's it's the storytelling that, that always interested me about that. And I've always drawn, always, 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 um, until computers t- took over. And then there was a period where I just did normal graphic design and used stock photos like everybody else. I, I almost sense a slight tone of that wasn't as much fun as drawing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was exciting. And, and, and uh, with computers, you can make do everything. But then at some point, I think it became too boring. And it got easier and easier to make good design. But uh, stuff just looks the same. Everybody is using this, not, not the same templates and but it's like getting more streamlined and I'm missing in the design space, like uh, uniqueness. And I can contribute with my drawings with the, the, a little extra personality and humor, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it almost feels when, when you mention these words like storytelling and, you know, even humor that, Maybe what you're talking about is even just bringing this very much more human 
element back into design. Right. And, and I'm, I'm coming from early web days where, you know, it was, you know, the idea like high design and the web in 1997 weren't really, you know, they weren't really the two, two things, right? It was like blue hyperlinks. It was a step up of DOS or something like that, but it was on the World Wide web. Right. But, but what you're Mm -hmm. talking about, it's hard maybe for our, our listeners. I definitely want all of our listeners after this interview, please go check out uh, Ingrid's work. We'll talk about how to get there later, but you create these very kind of drawing based, you know, storytelling kind of images to help businesses communicate. Uh, And it's a lot more like drawing, you know, versus kind of where the web has gone over the last 15, 20 years. Yeah. I noticed that there was more and more um, demand for drawing, for illustration. When I started to work for myself, I just did normal web design with uh, like normal, normal, uh, anonymous but I noticed that people just wanted drawings because they knew that I could draw. But this is this is one thing. This is the illustration part. I discovered something else that I'm also doing, which is um, helping people and businesses to get clear on their message. And I do that also with drawing. Can you give me an example of that? Like, what, what do you mean by you helping them get clear on their message? So this is even about a business saying here's what we want to communicate. Can you do it through a drawing? You're actually saying that helping them get, you know, get to that point of knowing what the heck is it that I do? Yes. I I will tell you how I I stumbled across this because I I know that illustration is so great to get a point across and to explain something that I wanted to teach drawing. And and I'm also, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm teaching drawing. And I wanted to help some entrepreneurs to do that also. And and they said they were interested in learning to draw. But then I found out when I was on the phone with with a coach and she wanted to draw, but it was not like high priority for her. But I noticed it wasn't because she didn't know what to draw. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And then I turned on my my document camera that I usually use for uh, when I give online webinars, when I when I teach drawing. And um, I asked her what she's doing for her clients. And then then she she told me, well, she's helping moms transitioning from being a at home mom to getting back to the career and stuff. And then I drew that. And she she's while we talked, she she saw what I was drawing, and it became very clear what she wasn't clear about because she had to tell me where this woman, her client is sitting and what the exterior situation is that there are some, some kids and stuff. And and she had to describe that. And then I I drew the situation before and then the situation after she, uh, this mom went through the coaching and there was all of a sudden a, a great energy in our conversation. And she became much clearer than she had, been before about what she's doing there and the words fell into place and it was a it was a great process then I thought well this was interesting I think I'm onto something here and at the same time around the same time I had read uh, and took Donald Miller's uh, story brand class and I thought uh, which which was great and I had also drawn this for me because if I have to understand, if, if I want to understand something, then I, then I draw it. That's just how, how I work. I'm a visual thinker. And I think there are many visual thinkers out there. And so I 
made a, a template about like story brand inspired template where I draw the client before with his external problem, his internal problem and what's at stake. And the problem can look like a monster or like a flood or like an octopus or something. And I draw the expression of the client. And, and this is the, the client in the situation where he's about to call you. If, if you now, if, if we're doing the, the process and you are the guide. So the, the, it's three panels in the, on the left is the client before. On the right is the client afterwards. It's an aspirational identity in Donald Miller's terms where everything is fine and everything that the client wants is, is in place. And then there's a bridge from the left side to the right side, which is the process, how, how you're getting them there. And then uh, is the, the middle part is the part about you. And well, and then I draw it all and it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun and it's interesting. I love your process of discovering this. And I, and I definitely want to come back to that. You mentioned that, you know, there are people that are visual thinkers and you, you have the strength of being a visual thinker and also a really good artist. You can communicate your own thoughts through visuals. Mm -hmm. Whereas I, I do think there's a lot of people that are visual thinkers, but they aren't necessarily creatives, but they prefer right. more visual methods to, to understanding problems and understanding solutions. And I think most mm -hmm. of the web and design, I think this is one of the things you've tapped into is that it is, I mean, video nowadays is, is so big, but there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of that visual component that maybe it feels like we're, we're creating all these websites and they're quote unquote visual, but they're really more of a, uh, kind of, I mean, it's not really an organic structure to most websites or digital marketing, right? It's very transactional and it's not really telling a story or appealing to somebody, uh, their, yes. their visual thought process. And you've been able to kind of mm. tie into this. And also if you, if you're doing a video, then you should also have a story uh, board for that and be clear about the underlying story and what it is you, you want to get across. So that, that's, that's the, the, the essence that I'm extracting there. And the advantage with drawing is, is that it's really fast. I, I learn to draw fast when I'm um, sketching and graphic recording at conferences. That's also something that I'm doing, like drawing what people are saying. So I'm fast in capturing uh, the points. I've seen a trend in entrepreneurship around doodle notes and things. I've got <laughs> some friends that are avid doodle note takers where they, they instead of writing everything somebody's saying, they you know, they, they draw out kind of the key points, uh, mm -hmm. which I found is, is a really fascinating evolution. Cause I mean, you, 10 years ago in entrepreneurship, people drawing out their notes. I mean, it's just interesting how the internet has connected these ideas and, and brought some of yes. these uh, kind of core human desires of, of seeing things more visually and storytelling into, into notes. Now, yes. you know, for our yes. listeners, Ingrid's level of doodle notes and drawing is like the, the, the pro level, right? If you go look at your work, I think it's, it's beautiful. And it's really cool. But I think it's awesome oh, that you thank, also teach thank people. You. Thank you. But yeah, but it's not, it's, I have, I have ex, uh, trained uh, quite some time, but it's not like I'm the best illustrator in the world. There are people who draw much better. It's not even about, it has to be elaborate. It, it has to, just the fact that, that I'm drawing, that it's on paper, that it's in front of you and that your thoughts are visible. That's, that's actually the thing. 
the, the important part that you see your thoughts. And that I think activates also some kind of brain space that's usually not active. Some right, maybe it's a right brain, some creative space. And for, for example, I, I draw this bridge where, uh, where the solution is. And there are some, some boxes there that have to be filled out. And I think your brain gets activated when, when, when there's, there's, there's space for something. There should be a word. On, and then you come up with the right words. It's, uh, it's a very different way of thinking than if it's just a linear text. So how is, has this discovery for you? And it's, it seems like it's in a process, but how has this discovery for you changed how you think about your own, your own business? It feels like this is, I've discovered my superpower. (laughs) (laughs) This is really like uh, unique to me that I have the design aspect and then, and, and I have the skill to draw and I can listen. And so I, I also do a few other things still, but I, I would be happy just to do this because it's fun and useful. Have you had to, to, you mentioned just some other things too, but have you had to kind of rethink about your business and, 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 and what you're focused on and kind of how to, how to almost uh, present your own, you know, big picture to your potential clients? Yes. It's actually easier to do it for somebody else <laughs> <laughs> than for, for myself. Yes, I, I made a new website and I'm, I'm in, in the process of streamlining this the process. It's like, first I, I talk uh, with, with, with my clients uh, and we find out if that's the thing that they want. And then the first step is I draw the about you page, which is like an overlap where, where I draw everything out. It's the, the, the first step is to find your superpower. That is uh, what, what you love doing, what you're good at, uh, what are your skills, what do you get paid most for, and what does the world need? And I find the overlaps there. And that is especially also good for, for people who maybe don't know exactly what to focus on. That's why I made this as a preliminary or first step. And uh, so this is the, the middle part or, or parts of it come in the, will be the middle part of the, the brand storyboard. And then there's a longer session, which takes maybe two and a half hours or so to talk through the whole um, business through the messaging and then I draw it out and then afterwards I clean it up and depending on what, what they want, they get ready to post illustrations from it or it's just a, just, it's a, uh, the, the picture for internal purposes, for clarity purposes, but you can do all kinds of stuff with it. Uh, it's also maybe for explainer videos. It's also something that I'm, I'm doing. Hey, what's up, agency owners? As someone that's built hundreds of websites for clients over the last 20 years, I know how important it is to have a content management system that helps me launch sites fast so I can focus on getting my clients' results and building a successful and profitable agency. If you're looking for a new CMS, I'd like to introduce you to a new platform called Zephyr, a content management system built for power users and agencies. Build websites faster, make clients happier. Find out more info at zephyrcms.com and get one free site for life and a free theme setup valued at $500. That's ZephyrCMS.com. Now let's get back to our interview. Let's talk about, so, so we've, we've mentioned how this illustrating the concept while 
somebody's trying to explain it to you and using illustration instead of just questions for a method of discovery, self-discovery and clarity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Once you actually create this stuff for people and you just mentioned kind of explainer videos, something, okay, how do we, you know, you could actually use this kind of visual communication method in marketing, but also I've heard of, uh, you know, I, I met you through a couple of, of our members, I think have, mm -hmm. have used your service and they yes. showed me the result. <laughs> like they, and they were struggling. Like, like, you know, I could see in them like what they needed to communicate, but sometimes they just couldn't see it in themselves. And they got that clarity with you on mm -hmm. the visual side, but then they've, they've also used this in their, in their sales process as a way to sit down with one of their clients. And obviously they don't have to draw in real time like you do, but they can just show the drawing and says, here's our business mm -hmm. communicated visually. And mm -hmm. it's been, uh, it seems like it's been powerful. I mean, I know you've got, you've had people that have told you they've gotten some great results from it, but like, how does this work when somebody goes into more of a, uh, how, how do they use something like this in their marketing and sales? I mean, there, there was one client, which is, was actually a client, not, not my own. There was a brand, a web designer, and uh, and her client. So we 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 talked all three, and he took the left side of the of of this brand storyboard and sent it out with his newsletter, and uh, got great feedback. And one I think bought immediately from him, and he said it, he heard from his clients that it they felt like he knew them, and and he does because he could tell me how they look and how they, what, what they struggle with. So it, uh, it seems to work well, but not everybody is using the illustrations directly. What I'm also doing is a, is a mock-up of the, of the website as, as I think it should be structured because once I have the structure in place, the transformation of the client, then it's easy to, to make a, a mock-up of the website, a sketched one. Like first the aspirational identity and then the pain points and then the whole, everything could also be illustrated with photos if that's the expression that, that you want. Then the, the storyboard is just a storyboard. I find this is, is super fascinating. I mean, I just, I mean, I think of like the intersection of for something like this for you to, I mean, I've seen the kind of illustration videos. I mean, those, those explainer videos, I think mm -hmm. some illustration has been out for a while, but I think that you've kind mm -hmm. of attached this to a story structure and you've mm -hmm. attached it to more of their brand and product offering in their, you know, kind of yes. their problem promise process type yes. of, yes. of structure, which is, which is, I think, I think is really powerful. I mean, what else, what other ways are you thinking to take uh, illustration and the power of visual communication to companies? I mean, what other kind of platforms do you think are, are possible with this kind of method? What I would like to try, what I've is, but but that's something a little bit different, is um, projecting the drawings on onto a wall and make a big thing out of it, you know, that everybody can see it. I'm I'm using my iPad for for for, for this because uh, then as a so people can see uh, what, what I'm drawing and I can move stuff around, and uh, so that can also be projected. So I could do that for a group of people. But that's, of course, only if I'm there. Yeah. So almost like a, a visual method of storytelling live in front of people? Yes. 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 Oh, that's so cool. That's at first, I was, like, I, was like, yes. I was like, wait, where is he? Like, okay, projecting the wall. But then I'm like, okay, if you were at, you know, if you were at a conference and you had your iPad and you had, yes. you know, you could basically tell a story and live draw um, with people. Mm -hmm. And I find it's so mm -hmm. interesting because it's like you have this intersection of 
design and then there's the the storyboarding and kind of branding stuff but then there's this element maybe I wasn't clear on that just now of coaching which mm-hmm. I think is really fascinating that it's almost yes. like we're asking people questions and you can almost see visually yes. their thoughts versus just yes. writing kind of notes right which is which is kind of yes. cool and this is something I haven't expected really and who knows what what's uh, emerging from that that um, people really like that I like to see I, I don't know what it is I think it's because they they I, I hear them and they see that I'm listening to them and and they see if I understand them because they they see their own thoughts drawn out and there's a power in that that I can't really put my finger on but I think that's uh, something I want to explore more this visual coaching aspect of of the the thing you know so about a, so we do uh, a, a huge part of our business is is coaching agency owners and about a year ago I, uh, maybe a year and a half ago now, I, um, I picked up an iPad and I started to, cause I, you know, I used to do a lot of stuff on the whiteboard, uh, on, on camera and, and there's some drawbacks of that. Uh, if, you know, just talking about, you know, quote unquote, resetting the whiteboard in between coaching sessions and having to have cameras set up and just the complexity that brings. And I got my iPad and I was like, oh, I can just do like screen share and I can just, you know, it's like my virtual whiteboard. Um, Mm -hmm. I am not an artist, (laughs) but I have noticed that over a year and a half now of, of using my iPad. And I know a lot of agency owners have started to use more iPads in taking notes and running virtual meetings on zoom. I've started to try to be more of a visual communicator with like showing people frameworks and, and structuring things in a certain way. That's very different than traditional note taking in terms of like, here's a Google doc and I'm just taking notes of everything that you're saying. Right. Uh, but actually organizing Mm -hmm. information in a more visual way. I know there are listeners out there that have, have iPads. Maybe they're using programs like Notability or whatever to kind of, you know, to share notes with clients and things like Mm -hmm. that. Are there tips or techniques to how to bring more life to your notes and your, like what you're presenting to people, like on a more tactical level of a, as an illustrator. I know you teach these drawing classes, but you know, kind of selfishly, I'm like, I'm like, Ingrid, teach me how to be a good artist. So my <laughs> clients aren't getting chicken scratch notes from me on my iPad uh, that's, anymore. That, that's a bit difficult over the, the radio. Yeah. That's... <laughs> audio only. I, I mean, I'm using, I'm using a, a, an app called concepts which is really great. It's not, not that well known, but it, but it's a, it's a good app. It's vector based. If that, if some people I'm sure know, know what, what, what that means. That, that means you can scale the drawings as you want and, um, and you can export them at any scale. So that's really, really useful. And you have an infinite artboard and lots of brushes, great brushes. So concepts by a company called Top Hatch is what I recommend for that. Interesting. But yeah. Much, I, mean, I use Notability better. and there are not, uh, there are not brushes in Notability. <laughs> you get like a pen and you get different thicknesses of said pen uh, and you get a highlighter, right? You got the pen, you got the oh. thicknesses, you got the highlighter, you got the color. So I have found that you've, I've been able to use that combination of highlighter and pen and thicknesses 
and also creating like frameworks on PDFs and, and importing those. So mm-hmm. that I have like a, you know, different kinds of, you know, worksheets, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's, it's cool to see your type of work where yeah. you, you are an amazing visual communicator. But I think that for people that are, you know, that are doing um, a lot more meetings on Zoom, for example. I mean, I think it's just you know, a big, a big shift for somebody to go from meeting an, you know, an agency meeting their clients in a conference room and being able to pop up on the whiteboard or on the, the glass with markers and to show their client a funnel, you know, it's, it's, and then to go to a zoom meeting where you don't really have that whiteboard. I think all of a sudden now we have these tools like the iPad where we can maybe communicate more visually, like the stuff that you're doing with the story brand and the storyboarding I think is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of next level, but even just those, those day to day, how do, how do you help people be better visual communicators kind of in, in the trenches? Any tips besides uh, concepts for how to better visualize? Well, uh, start with the who, uh, that, that's a tip I have from Dan, Dan Rome, you know, him? Uh, the, the guy with the back of the napkin, he wrote a few, uh, good books about, um, visual communication, start with the who, even if you do an, an abstract drawing about funnels and stuff, it's, it catches people's attention. If there's a, if there's people on it, if, if you draw some faces also, that, so it's less abstract and, and they can relate better to it. And it's very easy to draw expressions, but so first a circle, and two dots for the eyes and uh, and the mouth uh, is is obvious can smile or can and the eyebrows if you draw eyebrows uh, <laughs> they can be normal that means little uh, arcs and if the, you, you draw them v shaped so that they uh, meet in the middle then it looks angry the face and if you tilt them the other way around with an uh, so it's they're higher in the middle then it's sad so it's only the eyebrows and the, the mouth which make the expression. So alone with this, you can uh, express a lot. And then a few squiggles is hair and you have a human face. I take notes on my iPad while we're while, while I'm doing all my podcast interviews because then I, I my team you know it auto exports them to uh, to to share notes if if there's any follow ups but I'm literally I was following along with you to see and that's I mean that's what I'm talking about I mean obviously I, when I look at your the people that you draw in your illustrations it's a little bit more robust than that in terms of. But, but they're very simple. My drawings yeah. are very, very sim- simple. It's not elaborate. It's not uh, realistic in any way. My face that I'm drawing right now, Ingrid, I, I changed it a few times because the eyebrows, that was an interesting, I was like trying to kind of follow along with the eyebrows and moving those around a little bit. And it's, uh, he's smiling, but his eyebrows are a little bit more like V's, but they're kind of going to the in a little bit. And he, he looks a little sinister to tell you the truth. I don't know. I don't know. I think yes. the smile plus the arched in eyebrows, right. Um, versus yes. if maybe that, that uh, makes a great villain. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, at first I drew like the happy, it was like smiling and then it was like the arches. And then I was like, I was mm-hmm. starting to, to kind of follow along with you. Um, and it's interesting just changing that those couple of things. So that's, that's a huge mm-hmm. nugget for myself today is like, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm <laughs> coaching my clients of start with the who, uh, draw those, mm-hmm. um, you know, draw people and, and draw, um, expressions. Uh, mm-hmm. is there any other like quick, like hacks or tips around this? I mean, I, I love this, like starting yeah. with the people, the expressions is a huge part of it. Anything yeah. else? And then, 
then give them a place to stay, uh, to stand on, or so they have an orientation in, in space. The, it can just be a circle, uh, like an oval or something like that, or a plane or a pedestal or a square. And then you can write on it where they are. So you don't have to draw everything uh, realistically. You can just make a symbol for a place where they are standing, like a disc or something like that. And then you write uh, office or office is maybe more square. <laughs> and uh, even if you just draw a line behind the figure, then that indicates a horizon. Or a, a, actually, if, if the line is uh, straight, that means it's uh, inside of the room. And if the line behind the figure is uh, an arc, um, that means it's outside because it looks like there's a hill behind them. So that indicates location. Ingrid, I know you were at a disadvantage today because we weren't on video, but I think you've done <laughs> extraordinarily well at giving uh, at least me. I, I don't know. I hope some of our listeners uh, are going to maybe try this uh, on their own for... Uh, I was just kind of messing around. So I got I, my, my, my guy is kind of angry. He's at the library and apparently he's outside. I don't know. So I'll have to work. On, <laughs> I'll have to work on mine a little bit, but he, there is, I have to say out of my, my notes usually just have the written word on them. And I, I do all of a sudden now I have this guy who's a little bit frustrated at the library. I don't know what his story is, but I'll have to, I'll have to investigate that further. I was just kind of like thinking about, you know, things that kind of came to mind, but, um, but this is this is fascinating. So, uh, you know, congrats on on discovering your uh, on discovering kind of your superpower. Mm-hmm. I can Thank I you. can tell that you're passionate about this, and I know that if you you keep doing it and find joy in that work, you're gonna you're gonna be super successful with this. I think a lot of people need what you do and can learn from you, which is which is super cool. And it sounds like you're very, you know, you you love to teach and share what you're doing. So that's super mm. cool. So, are you ready for our uh, lightning round? Yes. All right. What is the best advice you've ever received? Your drawings are good enough. Now go and find out what you want to say with them. Ooh. Uh, (laughs) Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Personal habits to draw every day, every have fun, have fun drawing. To to do what 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 I like best, which is drawing. That yeah, that was it. Can you share an internet resource, tool, or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? An internet resource? Uh, a tool I'm using is my pencil, the uh, Apple pen, Pencil. That's that's a resource. Uh, yeah, I think internet. if if, uh, if people haven't tried that, the the pencil and the iPad, I think it's definitely something you should you should take a look at because it's uh, it's changed my workflows. I know. What book would you recommend and why? Story brand because it just makes sense. It's super useful, and this is what you have to apply if you're making websites for clients. Story brand by Donna Miller. Cool. We will link out to uh, Story Brand as well as the other cool tips, resources, the app that you mentioned earlier, all in our show notes page. That's at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. You can check out lots of information that we have about Ingrid. You can see some of her work. We'll make sure to link out to all that stuff on our, our podcast page there. So just go to yougurus.com, click on podcast, click on Ingrid's episode, and you'll find lots of goodies. If you're out on a run or driving in your car, uh, you'll get all that good stuff. So, uh, Ingrid, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? I have a website, ingridlil.com. 
Ingrid, like Ingrid, and then L-I-L-L.com. That's my site. Sweet. Well, if you all are listening today and you've been hearing us talk about all this visual communication and you're thinking to yourselves, I wonder what that looks like, then uh, check out Ingrid's stuff. Really, really cool work on that as well. If, uh, if for whatever reason you, you can't find that, um, just again, check out yougurus.com slash podcast. And we've got links out to all Ingrid's good stuff and some, some specific examples of things she's done for clients. So make sure you check that out. I think it's going to really, uh, bring this episode to life for you. And yeah, that should be awesome. So Ingrid, thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Yeah. Thank you for having me. That was fun. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out today, I want to check on your answer to my questions from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead gen problem. Maybe it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or mobile app, but they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, I want to invite you to apply for a free agency freedom session where you can dig into those underlying issues in your business and get moving like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answer to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your agency freedom session today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show.